Welcome to the podcast of Maranatha Ministries. I'm Rick Frank, Senior Pastor of Maranatha, and I pray you'll be blessed by today's message. You can access all of our church information by going to our website at www.mmchurch.com or on all social media by searching at mmchurch. And now be blessed by listening to today's message. I am reading today from Luke chapter number 8. I'm going to begin with verse number 22. I'm going to read through verse 25. You can follow along with me if you'd like on your Bibles. We also have it on the screen behind me. Verse 22 says, Now it happened on a certain day that he, the he here is Jesus, got into a boat with his disciples, and he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out, but as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. Verse 24 says, They came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Do you ever feel like you're perishing? Do you ever feel like you're going under? We're perishing. Then he arose, and he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying one to another, Who can this be? For he commands even the winds and water, and they obey him. From those verses of Scripture, I want to talk to you today about this subject that I have simply entitled, Where is your faith? Where is your faith? Can we pray one more time? Jesus, touch my lips, my mind, my heart, my tongue, to speak the words that you've laid upon my heart to this congregation. I pray in Jesus' name that you will move and minister in our lives and open our hearts and understanding to the things of God. I pray in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. I want to point out in verse number 22, I'm not going to put all these verses back up on the screen, but I am going to refer back to them as we go through this today. And incidentally, I'm not going to finish this today. We're going to probably do two parts. And you know that sometimes two parts turns into three and four. Who knows? We'll see what the Lord does and how far he takes us. But today I want to start with this first concept that I see when I read these verses of Scripture, and that is in verse 22 where it says, Now it happened on a certain day. This was a certain day that he got into this boat with his disciples. I want you to know today, every one of you, that today is a certain day. Today is not happening by chance. It is not by chance that you are here. It is not by chance that you're listening to this message. It's not by chance that you are experiencing the presence of the Lord. Nothing happens by chance when you are in God's world because for God, everything is a particular certain day. And you've heard me say it so many times before that uh, God knows what's going to happen throughout this whole day, whether you and I do or not. We may get caught off guard. Jesus is never caught off guard. Can you say amen? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 15, and this is why it's important that we understand that this is a certain day, because here it says today, this day, not tomorrow, not next week, not next Sunday, It says, today, this certain day, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. This day. Don't think I can do this and put it off till tomorrow. 
If you hear his voice this day, this certain day. I want to tell you today that nothing happens in God's world by random. Nothing happens by chance. Everything happens on a certain day in God's kingdom. In fact, God knows the end from the beginning. Nothing ever catches him off guard. Nothing ever catches him by surprise. You've heard me say these words so many times that the six words you will never hear come forth from the mouth of God are these six words. Wow, I didn't see that coming. He will never say those words because every day is a certain day and things happen on a certain day in God's timeline. It may be unexpected to you and me, but it is not unexpected to Almighty God. Can you say amen? In fact, on this certain day, it's not by chance that you're here. On this certain day, it's not by chance that God is touching you. On this certain day, it's not by chance that God is moving. It is not by chance that God is touching because there is no happenstance or coincidence in God's world. Because everything happens in God's world on a certain day. Now on this particular day, the Bible says he went into a ship with his disciples, with them. Sometimes we get into a ship, and it is on a rugged, rough sea, and we don't know what in the world's going on, and we don't know what's happening, and we feel like a bomb just went off. My whole world, you ever feel like your whole world just blew up? And like, what is going on? Those are my famous words. What is going on? What is this all about? Why? Because I'm caught off guard. Because I didn't see it coming. But God sees everything coming. And he got into this ship with his disciples. And what's important to recognize here is that whether you know it or not, whether you recognize it or not, whether you're caught off guard or not, whether this storm caught you by surprise or not, he's with you. You hear me? He's with you. He is with you in the midst of your trial. He's with you in the midst of your storm. He's with you in the midst of your hardship. When it feels like a bomb went off and your whole world is upside down, He is with you. He may be sleeping, but He's with you. And I don't care if He's sleeping, as long as He's with me. Sleep on. I got Jesus in my boat. My friend, if you don't have Jesus in your boat, You need to not leave this place today so you make sure he's in there with you. That is good, isn't it? Somebody ought to clap their hands over that. (laughs) Praise God. So he is in this ship with them, but he's sleeping. And they are battling, they are fighting, they are struggling, they are resisting, they are holding on for dear life. They are doing everything they can to keep this thing together. As experienced as they are as fishermen, they're even struggling with this particular storm. And he's asleep. First of all, he's asleep because he's not worried. (laughs) And you need not worry as long as you got them in your ship. They are doing everything they can do. And I am here to tell you today, 
that you need to do everything that you can do. Everything God has given you the ability to do, you need to put it to work. Everything God has given you the strength to do, you need to use that strength. You can't sit around. How many times have you heard me say, if you've been involved with Maranatha for any length of time, you've heard me say these words over and over and over again. You cannot sit around waiting for God to do what God is sitting around waiting for you to do. Don't ever forget that. Because ever... People are sitting around waiting for a job. Why don't you get up and go look for one? I got off on that this morning. Maybe I shouldn't get off on that today, but. Don't be sitting around waiting for God to do. I'm going to get off on it just for a minute. My, <laughs> My friend, listen to me. If I'm preaching to somebody, forgive me. But if there's work, and there is work to be had, I have a, one of my favorite restaurants. I'm going to put a shameless plug in for him. That is the, um, can't even think of the name of it. Jade Bistro. Thank you. Who knew that? <laughs> Jade Bistro over in Scotia, one of the best Asian restaurants you're going to find anywhere in the Capital District. If you want a good Asian meal, head on over to Jade Bistro. All right? You go to Jade Bistro, don't go on a Tuesday. Now, they used to be open on Tuesday, but they're not open on Tuesday anymore. You know why? She doesn't have enough help. She has to actually close the restaurant down because not enough people want to work. And while nobody wants to work, and when you do go there, expect to have things not go exactly smooth because two or three waitresses are running around the whole place trying to take care of the place, and the owner of the company is running around picking up dishes and, and, and uh, taking care of people because she can't get the help to come in there and work while people are standing on the side of the street wanting me to hand them money. Now, I would never say this to any of them. Because I know it would be, I, do you mind if I just throw out a pet peeve here for a minute? I want to roll the window down and say, silver and gold have I none. <laughs> but such as I do have an application to Jade Bistro is looking for work. <laughs> My friend, what's your hands fine to do? Do it with your might. Praise God. Let me get back on my notes. In fact, that's in my notes right there. Ecclesiastes 9 and 10. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with your might. <laughs> Praise God. And by the way, I do give. And this church gives. And we give to the Salvation Army. And we, in fact, we just sent out a, 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 a nice offering to the city mission. Why? Because I, I can vet what they're doing with it. I can't vet the guy on the side of the road. And I'm not trying to put people down. I'm not trying to say anything. I, I watched one guy receive a handful of change. This is, just, this is just pastoral advice. This is not my notes. This is what you get for free. I watched somebody put a handful of change in one man's hand. And there was silver in that pile of chips. Sure, there was some copper. I saw some copper, but I saw an awful lot of silver. And I watched the car drive away, and I watched this guy take it and throw it on the ground and walk away. And I thought, I'm not giving him money. He only wants dollar bills. Tell you what, if I was down and out and starving, I'd appreciate a quarter. Uh, all right, I'm, I got to get back on my nose. I'm sorry, folks. Scratch that from the recording. 
Oh, you can't? It's live? <laughs> Praise God. He got into the boat with them. And now he's sleeping. But, even though he's asleep, he is still the one giving the orders. Don't you ever forget that? When Jesus gets in your boat, my friend, be ready to take orders and not give them. He got in the boat and he said, let's go to the other side. While you guys get me there, I'm going to take a nap. And it may feel like he's sleeping in your life right now. It may feel like he has gone to sleep and he is in la-la land and has no clue what's going on. Trust me when I tell you, there's nothing slips by the Almighty God. He sees everything. He knows everything. And you don't have to worry as long as you got him in your boat. <laughs> Praise God. Second point I want to bring out, and I don't know how many points I brought out. I'm just going to make believe this is number two, so i got a long ways to go still. He said, let us go to the other side. Aren't you glad Jesus goes with you? Aren't you glad no matter where you are or what you're going through, Jesus is with you? Where shall I go, David said, if I ascend to the highest heights, he's there. If I go to the lowest depth of the ocean, he's there also. My friend, there isn't any place you can end up in this life that Jesus is not going to be there with you. I don't care how hot the furnace is. I don't care how long it's rained. I don't care how dark it gets. Jesus is with you. Don't you ever forget that. He said, let us go to the other side. Now, it's easier for God to direct us and give us direction if we're already in motion. We need to get up and, get, we need to get up and do something. So glad to see all of you that got up this morning and came to church. How many of you, how many of you, how many of you I, I, well, I shouldn't ask that. I'm not going to put you on the spot. But there are days where you don't feel like getting up to go to church, aren't there? You don't have to be so readily jumping out, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and yet here we are, huh? Why? Because I got a job to do. He's blessed me. He's given me another week. He's given me another day. He's given me another, he's given me another moment. I'm going to spend the time. If this is the time for the saints of God to gather together in the house of God and praise the name of Jesus, I'm going to join them. Can you say amen? And it is easier for God to direct our steps if we are already in motion. And again, I'll say one more time, you cannot sit around waiting for God to do what God's waiting for you to do. If you will get up and move, He can start guiding you. Some people don't know what to do because they're sitting doing nothing. <laughs> Praise God. So they launched forth because He said, let's go to the other side. So they launched forth and they were doing what He told them to do. They were doing the will of God. How many of you ever thought you're doing the will of God and everything was going wrong? Yeah, me too. And how many of you, when things went wrong, did you think, I thought I was doing the will of God? I thought God wanted me to do this. Just because things go wrong doesn't mean God didn't want you to do it. You got to know the voice of the master. 
They launched forth because he told them to launch forth. They started heading to the other side because he told them to head to the other side. They did what he said, and even in doing what God said to do, all hell was breaking loose. Everything was going wrong. I wonder if you've ever felt that way. And now that all hell breaks loose, where is he? Sleeping. Unconcerned. Have you ever felt God was unconcerned with what you're going through? Have you ever been so distressed and distraught and you wonder what in the world is going on and where is God in all of this on this certain day? I thought, he, I thought that I was in the will of God. I'm trying to do the will of God. I'm trying to live for God. I'm trying to praise His name. I'm trying to serve Him. I'm trying to read the Bible. I'm trying to go to church. I'm trying to tithe. I'm trying to do everything and everything is going wrong and I can't feel Him. I don't see Him. I feel like I'm alone in this. Just because He's asleep doesn't mean He doesn't know what's going on. Even though it feels at times that you are alone, you are never alone, no matter what the circumstances are or how it seems. They felt alone because they were the ones doing all the work. Well, he was sleeping. He was in the back of the boat sleeping. Once again, he is not going to do what he expects you to do. Can you say amen? Now, I'm going to wrap this up here real quick, but I want to wrap it up by telling you this. How many of you understand the concept of Jesus being God and he's the head? And how many of you understand the concept that as the head, we are his body? Right? Everybody understands the concept, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you a little something about myself. I'm not doing this braggadociously. If you ever saw me actually working out, you would know I'm not bragging. (laughs) All right? But I'm in my 60s now, and I want to stay as healthy as I can for as long as I can. And one of the things you got to do is you got to use it or lose it. And so our brother Ray Toro has been so kind to put up with me in the mornings as I go over, and he tells me, don't do that, do this got to do more than that. And I appreciate that very much. So my brain, this is how it works. This is, how, this is what you got to understand about your relationship with God. He's the brains. He's the brains. You're the brawn. All right. So I get up and my brain says, get up now. Go to the gym. My brain does no work at all. It just sits up there on the head. It doesn't do a thing. It just gives out the orders. I pick up those dumbbells. Start, pick up those dumbbells, you dumbbell. Start lifting them. No, 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 no. Heavier than that. Heavier. The brain's doing all this. The arms are the ones. So I woke up this mo- yesterday. My arms were sore because of this guy. One more set. Let's do one more set. My arms are sore. My brain's telling me to do these things. My brain's not sore. It's just sitting up there. It's just relaxed upstairs, protected by this skull. A thick skull, I might add. 
It just sits up there issuing orders. Go do this. Get up. Go to the gym. Pick this up. Squat down with that. Lift that. Go over here. Take that hammer. Do this. It's all giving all these orders. And here my body is trying to keep it up. And at the end of the day, my muscles are sore. My, my knees are aching. My, my neck hurts. My shoulders are tired. Why? Because that's the job of the body. The brain tells the body what to do. My friend, he's the brains. We are the body. And we must stop complaining about what God is asking us to do, whether it hurts us or not. He's the brains. I just do what he says. Praise God. Praise God. And I close with this. They woke him up. Because the Bible said they were in jeopardy. They were in jeopardy. Now let me just explain something real quick. They were not in jeopardy. I know how bad the storm was. I know how desperate the circumstances were. I know how bleak it looked. I know they were overwhelmed with the size of these waves and the power of this. I know all of that, but they were not in jeopardy. Not for a split second were they ever once in jeopardy. Why? Because Jesus was in the boat. He's not going down. Understand what I'm saying? You're only in jeopardy if you're in a boat without Jesus. I don't understand people who will not serve the Lord. I don't understand people who will not take orders from God and do His will, even though if it means going through a storm. I do not understand people who resist and balk at taking commands and orders from the Master Himself. Because as long as I'm doing the will of the mastermind, I'm not in jeopardy no matter what it looks like. Let the storm winds blow. Let the waves beat against the ship. We're going under. No, we're not. Because the master's in my ship. And he's not going under. I'm here because this is what he told me to do. So I have nothing to fear because Jesus is on my ship. Can you say amen? If you don't, go ahead. Go ahead. And I close with this today. If you're not sure if Jesus is in your ship, awake or sleeping doesn't matter. But if you're not sure, I encourage you today to search the Scriptures, search your heart, and make sure Jesus is in the ship of your life. Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Ministries podcast. If this message touched you, please make sure to subscribe for more sermons from Pastor Frank and the ministry team here at Maranatha, as well as follow us on our social media platforms. We are located in Schenectady, New York, and if you are in the area, we invite you to join us during our weekly Sunday service starting at 10.30 a.m. We look forward to you joining us again next week for another anointed message. Thank you, and God bless.